0: This radio show is a paid placement. Resolutions are easy to make and even easier to break, and whether you are ready to start this year off with a bang or you're still just reeling from everything that 2020 brought us, it is time to look ahead and think about practical goals for this new year, and if you could use some guidance on creating and sticking to your financial goals, the number for you to take down right now is 803 973-8473. 973 8473. So you can reach Pat Struby for some help. You can call that number at any time. An easy way to remember that is 803 9 Retire or check out the website, retirewithpat.com. Thanks so much for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak here alongside Pat. And uh, Pat, here we are again. <laughs> another, <laughs> another new year. I have to say, I wonder how many people are taking last year's 2020 resolutions and just kind of recycling them for this year to just kind of have a do-over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's no doubt about that. We uh, we had our we do an annual planning meeting as a team, and and there was a lot of that from our team planning as well. You know, my yeah. for the for the year, I really wanted to you know finalize more systems and become mm. more efficient, and and all that kind of went <laughs> out the window when you're just trying to try to survive the year, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, for myself personally, I had set some goals as far as professional development and personal development. I was going to read a certain number of books every month. And when I had to shift into part-time homeschool teacher mode, (laughs) uh, it just wasn't going to happen. You know, I was not worried about professional development at the end of those days. (laughs) So I'll try again in 2021.
1: (laughs) I thought you were going to say you couldn't leave the house. So you, you read twice as many books oh, as you no, to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no,
0: that would have been good. But no, I watched twice as much Netflix as I had yes. intended. But yeah, not not so much. What about you, Pat? Do you have fresh resolutions for 2021? Or, or what are you hoping to accomplish this year?
1: Well, top of mind to me, Jen, I know I've told you in the past about my surprising hobby of uh, weightlifting and powerlifting. And, we and I can't you know, forget I, it. That's right. i have been to the competition. <laughs> and um, so I had decided uh, what's very common in that world is to go through phases of bulking up and then kind of thinning down. Right. Yes. And uh, so once I heard about that, I thought, well, for the rest of my life, from Thanksgiving to New Year's, I'm going to bulk like because <laughs> there's food everywhere. There's treats everywhere. And I still think it's brilliant. Yes. Um, but let's just say I've been bulking a little too long and I'm 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 ready for <laughs> So I will be spending the first few months undoing um, some of the uh, weightlifting bulking that I've been working so hard on this year. <laughs> I love your spin
0: on that. That was that was a good twist on that. Well, and you know, fitness goals and and that type of thing those are really common for people to have at the start of the year. And, you know, in a normal year, Pat, we would joke about how you can't find an open treadmill anywhere uh, (laughs) in January. Now, you know, things are obviously a little bit different this year, but I think the same types of things still happen. We have a ton of momentum at the beginning. We're ready to hit it hard with running or or lifting or, or dieting, whatever it is. And then we fizzle out really quick. And, I think that's kind of the problem with looking at our financial goals, right? We, we do not want to have that approach when we're talking about our long-term financial goals.
1: Absolutely. And, of course, Jen, that, that goes with anything that really matters to you. Mm-hmm. You know, we we can easily get excited about something, but it's really having a path forward and creating habits that gives you the chance to stick to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we do want to talk a little bit about that today as far as how do we set ourselves up for success rather than setting ourselves up for failure when it comes to how we're structuring our goals. Um, And and just kind of shifting into that money talk, Pat, looking back on the past year, are there any financial lessons you think we ought to be taking from, from 2020 into 2021?
1: Well, I do think. uh, I mean, financial lessons from twenty twenty. My goodness, um, there was a lot. There was a we we experienced so much, right? There's so much to learn, and I think that um, certainly it's a just a fresh reminder that we all have things dealing with our finances that are in our control, and there are things that are out of our control. And you know, we don't want you lying awake at night uh, worrying about things that are out of your control. At the same time, um, remember there are many things that you can control, and we found, um, Jen, that tremendous comfort was given to people by having a long-term plan. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, when the markets were crashing, uh when the pandemic hit, you know, we were reaching out to people and just check just doing a check-in and saying, "Hey, are you doing okay?" you know, we think things are right where they should be, and the resounding response we got each time was, "Yeah, we knew we had a plan and we know, you know, that's we can, you know, this is not affecting our Income or anything like that, and that was just a uh, you know providing that comfort was just a huge deal to me, Jim. Because ultimately, that's what we're trying to give people. And, and the uh, one piece of that that I would say really ties in with that is we know that we just don't want all your eggs in one basket. You know, if you had all of your money in the stock market when the stock market started crashing, that would be pretty scary, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, we we definitely want to divvy up as much as we can, and um, not just different types of stocks, but all kind. There's all kinds of places you can have your money, and we just think that. By having a long-term plan and then by knowing that the plan can weather stock market crashes, interest rates going up or down, tax rates changing, all of those things are factored in. We think that it really provides you with a baseline that you can really work towards uh, knowing you're going to be comfortable in the future and then ultimately having that comfort to know you can lie down at night and just fall asleep and not be worried about your money because you've got that plan moving forward. That's why we always call our plans a custom-built retirement plan because it is individualized for you. And if you don't think you have something like that right now, give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. Our first step is called a five-step retirement review, which we offer at absolutely no cost and no obligation if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. To get started, just call now at 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the book, Save Your Retirement. I'm Jennifer Rezak alongside. And I love this conversation about resolutions and setting financial goals and working to achieve them. And I will tell you, Pat, when I look back at the goals that I had last year, the one I clearly did not achieve with the reading was not good, but I did meet some of my other goals. And I think part of the difference was when I spoke out loud and I had other people who knew about it and who asked me about it. And the other one I kept to myself, and that was the reading goal. Nobody was pushing me on that, but the other one was to run a half marathon, and I did it. Now, it had to be virtual, and it was super lame, so I had to do it by myself, (laughs) and that is the worst. Uh, So I would maybe do one again, but but maybe not virtually because that was not a lot of fun. But that, to me, is part of the difference as well. I spoke it out loud, and I had people who heard me say it and who then would ask me about it. And that's kind of important with our financial goals. If my husband and I each have financial goals and we don't ever say it out loud and communicate that, it's going to be pretty hard to accomplish it, right?
1: Yeah, and I think that you know sometimes people talk about um, the advisor or planner being an accountability partner, and I think – I like to think that on the positive end of that term that that's accurate. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes people think of that as being like someone kind of nagging you to do right. something, <laughs> right? And right. I, I always joke the on, in the only way that we are nagging or prodding is usually with legal documents like a, mm-hmm. like a will or a power of attorney because that's just – you're thinking about what happens if you die or get sick. And it's just no one wants to do that. And so we're just there to kind of gently nudge and say, "Okay, did you get your things done yet? (laughs) But um, on the flip side, uh, like you're saying, Jen, about saying your goals out loud, that's really what we're doing in our meetings with our clients. We're sitting down and we're talking through what is it you actually want to accomplish. And some people come in and they know those things uh, right away. They have an idea of timelines and dollar amounts, but a lot of people don't. And these are not like, you know, Hey, I want to lose 10 pounds or quit smoking. These are big things. Like Mm -hmm. when do you want to retire? Could you see yourself working part-time in retirement or fully retiring? Uh, What are you gonna be doing all day when you're retired? I mean, those are huge questions, right? So thinking those through uh, is really part of the fun of the process. And so it's less of someone nagging you, it's more of really just gaining clarity on what it is you actually wanna accomplish because the last thing we want to do is is help you accomplish someone else's goal, right? right. We want you to figure <laughs> right. out exactly what you're trying to do. So that, that'll that give you that motivation to make sure you're on the right track.
0: Yeah. And, you know, sometimes the, the goals end up changing. I know this has happened as well. There have been times in our life and in our marriage where my husband and I said, okay, this is what we think we want to work toward. And we start working toward it. And then as we get there, we think, you know, actually, never mind. This isn't what we thought it was going to be, or this isn't our, our plan after all. Sometimes things happen that force us to make a change. Other times we just kind of have a, a shift in priority, and so our goals change. Talk a little bit about how you can help somebody make adjustments to their plan when life throws a curveball, because adjustments and going back and doing those reviews, that's an important part of the process also.
1: It definitely is. You want to kind of figure out what your financial goals are and build a plan off of that but that can't be static. You know, mm-hmm. there are, you know, there there are financial firms and they they've been around for a long time that will charge you a flat fee to create a plan and then it's a binder that you with a bunch of paper and charts and graphs on it that you stick up on a shelf and it collects dust and you never look at it again. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's some benefit initially from that, but of course it's not going to continue to be accurate, right? So right. so we all have changes in our lives. One of the foundational beliefs that we have at Preservation Specialists that I always like to point out is that the success of your investments should never be measured in rate of return. It should actually be measured in if you accomplish your goals. Mm -hmm. And so that Mm -hmm. speaks to what you're talking about, Jen, is we need to know what your goals are. And that might be something in you or you and your spouse where you're talking about what you really want and realize maybe that's changed. So it might be something that you proactively create or it might be a reaction like, you know, a health crisis or losing your job or something. And so there might be something else that changes, but regardless, your goals might change. So we have to, you want to have a long-term relationship with a planning team to make sure you have someone who knows your baseline and where you were planning to go. And then how do we shift that and make sure that we can help you continue down the path that you want to get to right now? And that could be be drastically different or maybe just a minor change. Either way, by having a, a trusted team they can help you get there. And if you're not sure if you have that, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer our no cost, no obligation, five-step retirement review if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement. To get started, just call now at 803-9-RETIRE.
0: You're listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
2: Save Your Retirement is more than just a radio show. It's also the title of Pat Strube's best-selling book. Order yours today. The world is upside down and millions of Americans are out of work. Debt keeps rising and yet taxes and interest rates are at historically low levels. What's going to happen next? Oh, I don't know. Space monkeys could arrive. Times like these, it is important to do your homework and be prepared, especially if you're near retirement. Hi, it's Glenn Beck. This is not the time to go it alone and hope for the best. I want you to call Pat Struby today and find out what he can do for you right now. Do what other families, just like yours, have done for over 20 years. Call the team at Preservation Specialist. Call 803-9-RETIRE and schedule a complimentary phone or video consultation. Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists are local and independent. Their focus is you and your retirement. So call 803 9 Retire. Schedule a complimentary consultation and be prepared for your retirement years. 803 9 Retire. Claimback has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.
3: 2021 is almost here. If retirement is part of your plans for the new year, call Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists today. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I'm Jen Rizak, alongside Pat. He's the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he's author of the book, Save Your Retirement, RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to check him out there. And a lot of people have the same major concern, the same fear, outliving your savings. If that keeps you up at night, you're not alone because it's a huge concern for a lot of people. So we're about to share some of the ways to help address some of the biggest money concerns that people have about retirement. So Pat, let's start by talking about some of the things you hear from your clients. What are some of the biggest concerns they have about their future and their retirement?
1: Yeah, I mean, those kind of come and go a little bit and things get more or less important to people over time, I think, Jen, based on election cycles and, you know, markets and interest rates and things. But I, I think the ones that I have heard time and again throughout my career, the biggest one always has to be the fear of outliving our savings or running out of money. I think one of the big ones, especially as you get into retirement, is the concern of declining health and the unknowns about the out-of-pocket expenses there. And then, you know, when thinking about our money specifically, you know, one of the constant conversations is on the fear of the stock market falling or crashing. And then uh, one that's maybe been more popular lately is the fear of taxes going up, you know, as we see the government debt escalate. Uh, those are the ones that kind of come to mind immediately.
0: Yeah, and, and those are very valid concerns for a lot of people, I would say, Pat. And when we think about that big overarching fear about outliving your savings, just that is a concern in general. Is it because fewer people have pensions today and so we, we've got to do a little bit more work on our own? What What really makes that top the list for a lot of people?
1: Yeah, that's you're exactly right Jen. I mean, um retirement, uh, of course, hundreds of years ago there was no such thing. <laughs> you know, and right, it was yeah. kind of invented <laughs> at some point. Um and and you know uh, a generation or two ago was kind of the sweet spot where so many people retired and they had a pension and social security and no one had to worry about managing investments or worrying about living too long or anything like that. Well, now today, that's completely different. And when we look at the biggest challenge of retirement planning today is, we all have a certain amount of stuff. And whether that's Social Security benefits, whether that's a 401 k, maybe even if you have a pension, we all have a certain amount of stuff. So that's a defined amount of resources. However, we have to cover an undefined amount of time. No one knows how long they're going to live, and so it's totally different than saving for your kids' college, for example. Now, obviously, some kids go more than four years. I went four and a half, actually, so yeah. I can't even you know tease anyone about that. <laughs> but of course, you know, college is a certain amount of time, generally speaking. Retirement could be you know uh, it could be five months. It could be forty years. I mean, we yeah. just we have no idea, and so that is a huge problem because longevity and the fact that things get more expensive over time, and that compounds, that, that combination just has enormous risk and danger to it. And it, it's something that it shouldn't be taken lightly, but that's hopefully the value of the planning is to relieve people of a lot of that fear and stress.
0: Well, and and I think when you talk about longevity and just how long your retirement might last, that is such a huge unknown, a huge thing to try to work around. And you go in and you read all of these different numbers that tell you how much you should be saving for retirement. I mean, I I saw you see all sorts of estimates. Is it a million dollars? Is it three million dollars? I mean, how do you know if you've saved enough so you won't outlive your money?
1: Yeah, the um, I think there's an appeal to there being a magic number, right? Uh, like, okay, now I hit this number, so I know I'm good to go. Yes, right. Um, that's you know, it's that's it's not that simple, of course, because and of course, everyone's number would have to be different because we have you know the range of our clients and you know the amount of income they take in in retirement is enormous, you know, because every we all live differently, right? And um, and so and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. So it's it's a matter of building your plan for you. So how do you make sure you have an to me that very first step it always 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 comes back to the written retirement income plan because what it's going to do is it's gonna we're gonna put all your resources in there and then we're gonna put in what you want the result to be mm-hmm. and if they match then you're in great shape you know uh, so that's that's the first step and then if there's a if there's a gap there we can address that and then the second piece that I would say is and this is where things are more complicated nowadays which almost everyone, that we talk to uh, because it's it's where where we help people. Um, they have some type of nest egg and they need to create some kind of income from it. You know, that's not every client of ours, but uh, certainly the most most of them. It is. Hey, I've worked my whole life. I've got this four hundred and one k. How do I turn that into retirement? that's easier said than done. And so the second piece is, how are you going to create that income? And, you know, we don't have time right now to, to cover every single piece of that. But the bottom line is, you can't be just hoping for growth, uh, you know, on a stock market investment to cover that you need to have either steady uh, investments that are generating dividends on a regular basis, or you need to be looking at tools like annuities that can create some kind of lifetime income. And that's those are just the options that make sense. And um, there's no no one perfect way to do it. Um, Some people may use one of those. Some may use the other. A lot use a blend. Uh, But that's how it can be done. And so you don't have to worry about, you know, if the stock market drops in half, that your income has to drop in half. Um, That's not the way it has to be. And so that's kind of what we preach and we believe is so important. And we've seen it create peace of mind for so many people as they're planning for retirement, or even if they're well into retirement. And uh, that's why we offer our five-step retirement review. And we offer that at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, all you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE. During that five-step retirement review, that gives you an opportunity to see your first draft of a written retirement income plan and see where you stand. And we hope that has tremendous value. And again, there's no cost for that. All you have to do is call 803 803- Nine retire.
0: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with preservation specialists, and I'm Jen Rizak. Alongside that, number one more time is eight o three. Nine retire. And Pat, as we talk a little bit about this challenge of figuring out just how much we need to save for retirement, I, I do want to talk a little bit about social security and and some of the other decisions to make. But real quickly, every now and then you see these articles about what it costs to retire comfortably in every state. And just looking at this area and some of the the surrounding states, they're estimating in USA Today anywhere from nine hundred seventy-five thousand to around a million for roughly South Carolina, Georgia, North Carolina, just just kind of this this tri-state area. Is it ever a safe bet to use something like that as a ballpark for what you need to save, or, or do we really need to to go deeper than that?
1: <laughs> uh, I I, I, can't, I really need to see all the details. It's kind of fascinating <laughs> to me. You know, it's kind of like um, if you take. Mark Zuckerberg and my net worth, and you average them together. What does it become? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. It's (laughs) kind of ridiculous. I just think of we have clients. uh, I I have a married couple uh, that is recently retired, Mm -hmm. um, and they have multiple pensions that they've built up. Um, They've been heavy savers. They've made great incomes, and they spend uh, quite a bit. Um, And it's it's two three times a month more than a lot of our clients. Wow. I also I also have clients that have saved you know, a few hundred thousand dollars and, um, their lifestyle is simple and they're happy and they spend a fraction of what other clients have. And so saving a few hundred thousand dollars by retirement was fine for them. Mm -hmm. So to me, uh, it's all about what you want and what are you trying to build and where are you trying to get to and we want to we want to help you get there so um, the averages don't matter to us right um, what we're well, all that matters to us is is helping you kind of define what you're looking for and help you get there
0: yeah that makes sense I mean everybody's got different ideas for what they'll be spending and it's same thing with things like your social security they're they're really it's not a good idea to say well my brother-in-law started taking it at 63 so that's that's when I will too. That's another area where you need to learn a little bit more about the numbers and when it makes sense to start taking those, right?
1: Yeah, it's funny. Well, you're reminding me of my my mother-in-law actually because uh, every human being she comes in contact with, she asks them those things and then she has to run it by me. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're listening, Mom. But um, yeah, it it, it can be dangerous. Uh, That's one of those things where... um, We always say the most dangerous terms in finance to follow are absolutes, like Mm. everyone should be invested in stock mutual Mm. funds or no one should should buy permanent life insurance or annuities are always a ripoff. Um, There's probably circumstances in some cases where all those things are accurate, but there's absolutely cases where they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, How do we take – everyone should defer their Social Security. That's absolutely not not the case, and that's where we just believe there's tremendous value in customized – Financial planning, and that's why we call our uh, when someone hires us and we're doing the comprehensive plan for them, we call that a, a our custom-built retirement plan because uh, what's right for your brother-in-law maybe it may be the same thing does work for you, but there's a great likelihood that it won't. When you think about all the variations we have, you know, we're all different ages. Um, some are single, some are married. Um, some people have similar ages uh, between being married. Some there's a big difference. Some of us have one income source, social security. Some people might have a dozen. They might have multiple 401ks, pensions, all those types of things. We all have, and then we all have different desires when we want to retire and the income and and so on and so forth. So that's the value of talking to a retirement planner to help you build it specifically for you. Uh, If you haven't done that yet, call now to get started with us at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, our five-step retirement reviews at no cost and no obligation that number again is 803-9-RETIRE
0: this is save your retirement with pat Struby. we'll be back
3: the team at preservation specialists wishes you and your family a very merry christmas and a happy and safe holiday season
2: Schedule a visit for your own customized five-step retirement review. Call right now, 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and author of the book Save Your Retirement. And one of the things that's likely to weigh heavily on your mind if you're worried about retirement is the cost of health care. And it's no wonder this is a big concern for a lot of people because Fidelity says the average 65-year-old couple can expect to spend $285,000 on health care in retirement. And that doesn't even include the cost of long-term care. So obviously, something that we really need to keep an eye on, you can see why people are worried about this. But Pat, what are some of the ways we can deal with these health care costs in retirement?
1: It's such a hard topic, Jen. I mean, of course, none of us want to have health problems. And right. um, we'd all love to live a long, healthy life and then pass away in our sleep and not have any kind of extended care needs. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things that's hard to even think about and talk about, but it's reality. And I think uh, certainly every listener right now knows or has known someone who's who's dealt with you know difficult health issues. So we know it's a possibility that's why it's part of our when we do a uh, retirement plan there's five areas included and one is healthcare. And um I always just say the first step uh, when we're dealing specifically on the retirement angle is just to understand there's three categories that we need to be aware of that we may need to plan for. The first one would be if you plan to or if you end up needing to retire prior to age 65 because uh, unfortunately we don't always retire uh, based on our choice, right? We could be mm-hmm. downsized right. or have a health right. issue. So if you need health care or if you retire prior to 65, we need to know, uh, will you need to come up with some kind of insurance coverage then, or do you have an employer that has has some type of retiree coverage? That's step number one. Step number two is just understanding that at age 65, Medicare can kick in, and we want to make sure you're claiming that properly and looking into if you need supplementation for that. And then the third category, as you mentioned earlier, is long-term care. Just talking through the possibility of if you would need nursing care, what that would look like. Can we afford to cover that out of your pocket or do we need to look at other options to try and plan for that?
0: And Pat, let's talk a little bit about Medicare as part of the equation as well. I know it's not going to cover everything, but what does it cover and how do we make sure that we know what's going on there and then can account for the rest of the expenses?
1: Yeah, I always think of Medicare uh, for your health coverage is kind of like Social Security for your retirement income. It's Mm -hmm. not going to cover everything, but it's kind of your foundation piece, right? You know you have that. so generally speaking, there's a few exceptions, but Medicare basically kicks in at age 65. So it's important that you're aware of that. And then that's going to work a lot like health insurance that you've had in the sense that there's a monthly fee for it. And it's going to help with expenses like doctor visits or hospitalization. That's generally how that works. Um, Some people um, just use Medicare. Um, Then you have options like Medicare Advantage or Medicare supplements, uh, which would obviously supplement that benefit. And then the biggest I guess the most important thing to be aware of, and this is not – I don't think it's as well known as it should be, is Medicare can provide a little bit of assistance for nursing care costs up to 100 days, but there is no coverage beyond 100 days. And so that's Mm -hmm. why the industry calls it long-term care, because if you need some type of nursing care for a couple of months – there may not be a lot of out-of-pocket expense there, but what if you need care for a year or three years or five years? Um, any Anyone who's had family or friends go through that, you know that those costs can be astronomical. And so that's what we want to evaluate because financial planning is not just about trying to grow your money. It's also trying to protect it. And that's part, why that's part of the planning we're, that we're
0: dealing with. Right. And, and just talk a little bit about what so many of us do. I know I have a hard time with this, accepting how my health status might change later on, but it's really an issue if we don't think about that and we just assume the health we have now is what will always be, right?
1: That's right. Um, and I think it's it's certainly fine to hope that we stay healthy. Mm-hmm. It's just not fine that we assume that we'll yeah. stay healthy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, You know, the old expression that I think is perfectly reasonable is hope for the best and plan for the worst. And so that's that's what we would deal, certainly deal with with our health. And, you know, there's been a lot more research into retirement and retirement finances in the last decade, I would say. And one of the interesting terms that I've come across is the retirement spending smile. And the idea of that is if you actually map out our, our expenditures in retirement – Um, it looks like a smile because when you first retire, that's when you're youngest and you're healthiest and you can do more things, right? You can go travel the country or do whatever you want to do. And then what happens is over time, we start to slow down and we've done the things we wanted to do, right? That we've been saving for and things like that. So our spending starts to drop. And so in a typical, you know, if we take averages, you know, let's say you retire at 65, maybe it kind of bottoms out at say age 80 in the middle of your retirement. And then it starts to creep up again and then it escalates at the end. So you can kind of see the curve there hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the smile. Uh, And the reason it's going back up, I'm sure you can gather is because of healthcare expenses. Um, For most people, uh, that's not in the first few years of retirement, it would be in the last few years. So that is just a reality. So the question is, what do we do about it? And that's, One of the trickiest things, you know, I always say there's no one simple answer for any of the things we talk about. Otherwise, we wouldn't need to talk about them, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, But this is one of those that I think is really at the forefront of that because there are no simple answers. Um, Long-term care insurance, uh, when I started 23 years ago, everyone thought that was going to solve everything. And that industry has had huge problems. So a lot of our clients don't believe that's the best option for them. So we need to look at other areas. And there are different types of programs out there. Um, that can help reduce the risk of spending money out of pocket and it's just about being aware of them and talking through them and figuring out what's a good fit for you. And that's again why we always talk about our plans being custom built. It doesn't really matter what works for someone else. We wanna make sure it's a good fit for you and for your concerns. And so if you don't have, uh, if you really don't believe you have a healthcare plan for your retirement, I would urge you to call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's one of the five areas in our five-step retirement review. We offer that to you today at absolutely no cost and no obligation you call 803-9-RETIRE. That's designed for those that have saved at least $250,000 for retirement. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Talking today with Pat Strube. He is with Preservation Specialists. If it's a little bit easier to just punch in the numbers when you hear that, 803-973-8473 is the number to call, or as Pat said, an easy way to remember it is 803- Nine, retire. Pat, let's talk a little bit about long term care and retirement. It's one of those things that you don't want to wait until you need it. So, who needs to be thinking about long term care strategies right now?
1: Well, to me, that's something that you really need to get serious about uh, in your 50s and 60s when you're maybe five or 10 years before retirement. And the reason I say that is, you know, if you're 27 and you're thinking about retirement, it's hard to plan for long-term care because the entire system might might be completely overturned by by that point. As you start getting into that retirement red zone of five to 10 years before retirement, now it's time to get serious and kind of go from the long-term theoretical into like real life thinking about it. And then it's really all about um, thinking through, okay, where do I stand financially? And how big of a risk is that? And how much do I wanna prioritize it? And uh, the one thing we don't wanna do is we don't wanna just ignore it. That's the main thing. And some people say, well, the right thing for me to do is just, I'm just gonna cover it. Uh, I'm gonna pay it out of my nest egg. And that's okay, but I want to make sure we're actually documenting that as your plan, if that makes sense. That's mm-hmm. different than just ignoring the problem and dealing with it when it gets there. And so, those are kind of the first steps that we take, is let's talk through all the different ways that, that those bills could be paid, and then the pros and cons of each of those, and help you figure out you know, what type of mixture of strategies that you, is best for you.
0: And, Pat, when we talk a little bit about how people approach this conversation... I'll just share real quickly, my parents always made it very clear that it was very important to them that my siblings, my sister, my brother, and me would be close by as they got older so we could help take care of them. But when my mom started having some health issues and she was being treated for cancer and it came to needing some help, you know, learning how to make sure that the port was clean and and how to to do some of these things, she was sending the three of us out of the room. She's like, I don't want you in here. I don't want you seeing this. So even though that's what she'd been saying this whole time, when it came down to it, it was like, no, I, I do not want you guys in here. Go somewhere else. Do you ever have those kinds of conversations with people who are thinking the kids will be here to help me? My husband will help me. They'll help with this care and when I need it. But when you get there, you have kind of a change of heart. I mean, do you help people recognize there might be a little bit of an evolution for what they're thinking about here?
1: Yeah. And I think that's really well said, Jen. And I think a couple of thoughts I have. One is before getting to discussions with our clients, this is another example of how retirement has completely changed over the decades. Uh, if you think about a couple of generations ago, it was pretty common for maybe the parents to live in the same town yeah. as the kids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as you you specifically hit on that where they were saying, hey, you got to stay close. Well, how often is that now? You know, I've got a client I've worked with for – Fifteen plus years, and uh, he actually sold his house, and he lives in an RV. And one of the reasons he did that is he has four kids, and they live in four corners of the country. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, so he lives in the RV, but he visits all of them. Yeah. You know, and so it's so that's how common is that? It's so common that people are not you know living with their parents or close to them. So that's a huge complication. I think when talking with our clients, that is something to discuss. Uh, sometimes the spouse can provide. A great deal of assistance, but of course, there's physical limitations to that. We have a client whose husband uh, needed a tremendous amount of care uh, recently, the last couple of years, uh, and he actually passed away this year. Mm-hmm. And so, I've seen the toll that has taken on his wife because it's been the emotional, mental, and physical drain that goes with that. And that doesn't mean, of course, that uh, she wasn't willing to do it. Right? Right, uh, right. It's just just understanding what those implications are. And so, yeah, I think. There's challenges and there's opportunities with everything, and it's just valuable to talk it all out and help you actually stop and think what is it you want. The other nice thing about it is these are not fun things to think about and talk about, so creating a plan for it means you've already planned for it. You don't have to keep doing it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's another nice thing about having it done.
0: So, Pat, healthcare, long-term care, clearly one of the big concerns that people have, but also things like Social Security, the idea of outliving your savings. Just talk a little bit about how you can help people address some of those big concerns, because they're all very different, but it's possible to do something about all of them.
1: Yeah. And that's why, you know, sometimes people ask why five steps? And the answer is, is because you need all five. We've mm-hmm. got to have all those things covered or you don't have a comprehensive plan. Um, and now, if you're not even sure if you have a comprehensive plan, I would strongly encourage you to give us a call and we can help you see what you have. And if you're on track, the number again is 803-9-RETIRE. That gets you started with your five-step retirement review, which is at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number again is 803 803- Nine, retire.
0: We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury.
4: Medicare is still great insurance, but original Medicare has one major flaw. It never pays 100% of the costs like an employer or an individual plan does. So what people do to fix this is to add either a Medigap plan, also called a supplement plan, or a Medicare Advantage plan like you see on TV. What these plans do is to put a limit on how much you can spend each year instead of having an unlimited 20% in copayments under Medicare Parts A and B. The advantage of a Medigap plan is that you have predictable costs when you use services. Costs can be as low as $198 in 2020. However, the premium costs will be higher than an Advantage plan at about $100 to $120 per month at age 65. The main benefit of an Advantage plan is its low premium cost. Plans can have a zero premium or go up to about $50 per month. However, the cost to use the plans can be high as $6,700 in 2020. So what's best for you? It depends on your needs and your situation. I'll be reviewing both types of plans in future Medicare Minutes.
0: Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
3: 2021 is almost here. If retirement is part of your plans for the new year, call Pat and the team at Preservation Specialists today. 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
0: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and he is the author of the book, Save your retirement, and as we get back into it, if you hear something you'd like to get some answers on, 803-9-RETIRE is the number to call. If it's easier to punch in the numbers, that would be 803-973-8473, but again, easy way to remember that is 803-9-RETIRE. Now, Pat, there are a lot of things that seem unrelated, but there's actually a common thread if we look hard enough for it. And so I have a little bit of a game. It kind of reminds me of some of the games that I used to play with my siblings when we were on road trips as kids. Did you guys have to come up with all sorts of ways to entertain yourselves in the car,
1: right? We did, yeah. I, I think my parents used more of the just separate them as oh, opposed yeah. to like actually having us, you know, talk to each other more than necessary.
0: Uh, we had a very elaborate slug bug game, you know, you, you hit each other, but we had different types of hits for different makes and models. Oh, yeah. Of different vehicles. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even think about it being weird until. Uh, Jeff and I were dating, and I can't remember what, I, what vehicle I saw. I don't remember what the rule was, but I just did this, like, karate chop to him right in his <laughs> chest as he was driving. And he said, what was that? And I'm like, uh, oh, that's right. You don't play this game. Um, took it too far. So I'll try to not... Try to not take it too far because we do have a little bit of a game. Like I said, you do what you got to do to keep yourself entertained when you were in the car as a kid. So we'll, we'll do that now for those of you out driving around. Um, so I have a short list of things that have a common thread, and I want you to guess what it is. Sound all right?
1: All right. Let's give it a shot.
0: Okay, we'll do it. Here is the list. Tulips, technology, and COVID-19. What do these things have in common?
1: Tulips, technology, and COVID-19. Well, as as someone in the investment world, I would say tulips is a kind of a – that's a red flag, okay? Because I I know there's a history there. So I'm going to say that these three things all had to do with some kind of – market crash.
0: You're right. You are absolutely right. Yes. What did I win? (laughs) uh, Respect. (laughs) A tremendous amount of respect. That's what I wanted. Yes, exactly. And they're very current. COVID-19, very recent, right? But the tulip thing, tulip bulb mania, that was in like the 1600s. So these things go way back. So let's talk about it for just a second. Tulip bulb mania, That was in the 1600s. That's when contracts for tulip bulbs got really high. So there was this bubble and then it collapsed. So that caused some devastation. And then, Pat, you know the story of the technology bubble bursting, right?
1: Oh yeah, uh, I uh, I started in the financial world in January of '97, and uh, I was 22. You know, of course, everyone was saying the market has changed, and it's always going to be different, and it's never going to go down again. And I was 22, thinking, "Wow, that sounds pretty good," you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so we, it, w- there was a few good years before everything came crashing down uh, in 2000.
0: Yeah, yeah. So certainly, we all remember that, which it's hard to believe that was decades ago at this point yeah see it's 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 a thing that's always 10 years ago in my mind but it's not (laughs) it's not and then of course COVID-19 we're all very familiar with what happened with the pandemic leading to the fastest stock market plunge in the U.S. from record highs into a correction in a bear market markets all around the world fell at the same time so there you have it All of these things, tulips, technology, COVID-19, playing into market crashes throughout history. So the question is, Pat, we cannot predict things like the demand for flower bulbs or the (laughs) outbreak of a virus. These are tiny things that had massive consequences. I mean, technology isn't even tangible. These things but had such huge impacts on our markets. So how do we plan when stuff like this can happen?
1: Well, you actually use the term, Jen, which is on my mind, which is the bubble. The reality is things turn into bubbles in our world all the time. Um, So you mentioned the tulip bulbs. Uh, we talked about the tech bubble of 2000, you know, when they joked, if you had a website, then everyone threw millions of dollars at your company. <laughs> right. You know, It didn't matter what it was. And then we had, you know, this crash coming down because of COVID-19. I can think of so many different bubbles I've seen just in my career. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that the cyber currency,
0: what's the, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin. They,
1: Bitcoin. Yes. yes. So Bitcoin, you know, went skyrocketing and then came crashing down right after that. There have been junk bond bubbles. You know, a lot of people would say in 2008, that was a housing bubble. I mean, there are so many things because prices just get out of out of the centers. And so those things are going to happen. And we know that. So the first thing that we have to do is we have to make sure we don't have all your eggs in one basket. We have to divvy up. Uh, We love an idea called endowment style investing. Um, And really the primary idea of that is from David Swenson, who has run the Yale endowment for decades. And it's all about divvy it up, divvy up, divvy up. And that doesn't mean, you know, don't have just one stock, have two. It means have different kinds of stocks. It has uh, different kinds of bonds, um, real estate, lending accounts, annuities, CDs, I mean, whatever it is, I mean, there's, there's more different types of savings and investments than you can possibly imagine. So the important thing is to have access to all of those things, and then to divvy it in a way that's appropriate for you. And then the other thing that I would add on to that, uh, that is a little bit different is certainly an outbreak of a virus Um, has nothing to do with a bubble, but it's it created the fastest drop in the market in US history, which was just shocking. And it's just that need to have a plan to understand that you cannot be counting on a stock market portfolio to solve your retirement. You need to have a more diverse plan than that. And we want to make sure um, that you have protections for those types of things.
0: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I am Jen Rizak alongside 803- 9 retire is the way you can reach Pat if you do have questions about how to sort some of these things out especially as it relates to what's going on with the risk in your portfolio how do you protect yourself from the downside risk when we do have something like a bubble that could cause havoc in the markets 803 9 retire is that number again that's 803 803- nine retire. And Pat, when we when we look back at the technology, the, the dot-com crash and the technology bubble bursting, so that was in about 2000, 2001. Do you know in 1999 who the most successful money manager was in the U.S.?
1: <laughs> I'm guessing it was a tech fund, but I don't know what that was.
0: Okay. A chimp named Raven <laughs> oh. was throwing darts at a list of internet companies. And and that chimp had a 213% gain in her index and outperformed 6,000 brokers on Wall Street. So let's Not just bad. think about that. Let's just think. so that's the kind of thing though that's happening Right before you see this bubble burst, that you have a chimp throwing darts at internet companies and being <laughs> wildly successful, uh, should things like that, I guess, should be raising some, some red flags for us when we start to see that type of success going on with some of these areas, some of these industries?
1: There's no doubt, Jen. And and that's one of those things. Uh, again, the boring answer is to divvy things up. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. But the other thing is, there's a fancy term in our industry called, you know, we call that asset allocation. There's a fancy term called dynamic asset allocation. And what that means is, uh, we believe that while we cannot predict the future or the markets, we can consider how things are valued. Um, and there are things that are, you know, out of whack all the time. So what we really want to do is we want to try and put odds more in your favor. So if we think, for example, we know that if things are trending towards online shopping, well, um, distribution warehouses is a type of real estate that probably is going to be in high demand going forward. So that's an example, whereas there's probably types of real estate Um, You know, shopping malls, that's probably going to be heavily in low demand. So uh, and maybe those pricings haven't caught up yet. So so there's examples of things where we can be considering where we stand right now, not to say we're predicting the future, but we're just being smart about how we're balancing out the various investments.
0: So, Pat, let's talk a little bit about some of the other risks as well that could have an impact on our retirement because, obviously, market risk is a big one. Making sure that we are not losing too much of our retirement savings and that that it will, in turn, have an impact on our retirement, that is a big deal. But there are other risks to be watching out for as well, right?
1: Well, there are. In my book, Save Your Retirement, there's seven retirement villains. So each of them mm-hmm. represents a risk, right? So you have longevity, which you know we, we need to make sure you don't outlive your money. We have inflation uh, because things are going to get more and more expensive over time. We have to prepare for that. We have taxes. There are different ways that we can be taxed significantly in retirement, especially with 401ks and IRAs. And we wouldn't be thoughtful about that. There are healthcare cost risks that we have to be concerned with. And then just the diversification and fees of investing. We want to make sure that we are not exposing ourselves to any of those more than necessary. And it's really important to just be aware of those. The idea of my book wasn't to scare anyone. It was to say, hey, you need to be aware of these things. Now let's talk about how we solve them. And that's really where we want to spend most of our time, Jen. We want to be thoughtful about where you stand, what are the risks you're most exposed to, and then how do we protect you from those? And that should give you tremendous peace of mind once you have your plan in place.
0: Right. And, and we just want to be mindful, I think, sometimes when we can get distracted by one of the big risks, like the stock market risk, the big flashy things that, that get a lot of headlines. But we can't lose sight of some of those other risks that can creep up on us, the, the ones like inflation and the ones like longevity, because we don't necessarily see those, but they're really very real nonetheless, right? Right.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we talk about when we build a custom-built retirement plan, there are five areas there. One of them is your investment plan, but as you mentioned, Jen, for some of us, that's ninety-nine percent of what we think about with our finances—is what's going on with the market and the investments, right? You've Mm -hmm. got everyone is flashing the Dow Jones and the S and P five hundred, and their ticker in your face all the time. It's on our phones. (laughs) It's everywhere. You know, you can't get away from it. But that's only one of the five. We also, we you know, even more important to that is an income plan. We have to know what you're going to live on. It doesn't matter what your investments do if you can't figure out how to how to create income out of that. So that's part of it. We have to have a tax plan. We have to be thinking about making sure you're not paying unnecessary taxes in retirement. We want to have a healthcare insurance plan and make sure you're not wasting money on insurance. Make sure you're protected from healthcare costs. And then one that we often don't get to on the show is the estate plan. We need to make sure that everything is prepared in case something happens to you. And if you're a married couple, we got to make sure the surviving spouse is protected. And so the last piece, Jen, is not only do we want five of those things, but we want those functioning together. We want them intertwined. We want them, the investment plan has to support the income plan and that has to be tied to the tax plan. So ultimately you're getting back as much as you possibly can. And and we just believe having all five of those together is just has tremendous power.
0: So let's talk a little bit about how we put all of those things together, how we can get started on this. So our income is going to last despite all of the potential risks that are out there.
1: Well, we know it can be overwhelming. We know it's a daunting task. And that's the reason we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. All you have to do to get started is call us at 803-9-RETIRE. That's an opportunity to talk with one of our retirement planners, you know, look at what what you have today, what you're trying to accomplish, help you see if you're on track right now. There is absolutely no cost and no obligation to take that step if you saved at least $250,000 for retirement. And that is the first step towards creating a custom-built retirement plan, which the goal of that plan is to give you peace of mind to know you're on track to accomplish the retirement of your dreams accomplish all five of those areas, having a plan that supports itself. Once again, all you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE.
0: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Make sure you remember that number he's shared throughout the show today, 803-9-RETIRE or eight zero three. 973 8473. Thanks so much for joining us today. Be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Pat. I'm Jen Rizak. We hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you next time.
3: Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate
0: or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital Inc. or Kalos Management Inc.